Welcome to Dental Assistant Nation, powered by Ignite DA. This podcast is designed to empower, enlighten, and educate dental assistants, helping them have a more fulfilling career and enjoy their day more. Join us as we tackle some of the hottest topics in dental assisting. Now, here's your host, Ignite DA co-founder, Kevin Henry. So welcome to this episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast powered by Ignite DA. My name is Kevin Henry, the co-founder of Ignite DA. Honored that you've taken time out of your busy schedule to join us. This is going to be a very timely and I think very relevant topic for every dental practice out there. And with no further ado, let me bring on one of my best friends and the insurance and management guru, Teresa Duncan. Good morning, Miss Duncan. How are you? Good morning. I am great. How are you? Hey, I am good. So I know a lot of changes are coming, not just with us flipping the calendar and and a new decade and everything else, but there's some really important stuff that I know dental practices need to know about. And you wanted to make sure the assistants knew about as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because they're like, you know, they're the lifeblood. So let's get into it. There are a lot of coding changes. So just so you know, every year we get a whole bunch of new codes and deletions and changes and all that kind of stuff. So I usually will do a webinar in the beginning of the year to go over it. But I wanted to give you guys the skinny on it so that you could um, kind of filter this down to the rest of the team and also know what the impact is going to be on for you. So we have 37 new codes, which is a lot, but don't be scared. So we're going to have one for salivary flow measurement, which is really important. So if you've been in the industry a long time, then you know that, you know, xerostomia, dry mouth is a big cause of caries is a big risk factor for caries because bacteria grows in an environment that's, you know, doesn't have a lot of um, saliva and oxygen. So for those of you who are newer, this is why we measure a lot of the, the medications that we take, because chances are the medications do cause xerostomia. It's like the majority of medications actually cause dry mouth. So salivary flow is a good measurement in the mouth to see if we're getting enough Um, saliva to basically keep that wash going on our teeth. Now, I don't expect every dentist to do this because it's it's relatively newer to do this, uh, but it is there and it's a code there. And uh, I believe if you if your dentist doesn't do it this year, your hygienist doesn't do it this year, they're probably going to think about doing it in the future because it's really a good a diagnostic indicator of, you know, how, what's going on in the mouth. We also have a lot of changes with materials, which is really just, that's the way that it goes. That's why most material, that's why most codes are changing in the restorative and implant areas over the years is because technology is keeping up with it. So we have a whole bunch of new materials, which means all of our implant codes crown codes needed to be updated to reflect this. So um, it's I'm not going to read through all of them. It's a big laundry list of metal and titanium and vibranium and adamantium. And I'm just kidding. But, you know, a lot of those metals and your dentist is really just going to have to be good at looking at this list and saying, don't worry about this. We never use it. No, no, no. Oh, wait, we do use that. Yep. And then you make a note of which one that you're going to use. Uh, we have an awful lot of uh, ortho changes. So if you're doing any ortho in your office, you're definitely going to want to be on top of this. Um, a lot more to do with cases and, and retainers and, and all of that. So I'll go in, in depth on that. But again, if if you're doing ortho in the office, give a heads up to your admin team that this is going to be included because 
what that does is it may impact scheduling workflow. So uh, when codes change, a lot of people think it just impacts billing. It doesn't. It impacts a lot. Of, it, it impacts the whole office. Yeah. We, we also have another code for special needs management, so special needs patient management, uh, and that is for patients who may need extra time, may need extra counseling. It may be involved that uh, the caretaker may be involved in this conversation. Uh, so we do have a code for that that type of patient management. Uh, now, Kevin, I know you've heard me speak on insurance a gazillion times, so you know this, but your audience should know just because we have a code doesn't mean it's going to be covered. Right. In fact, we typically don't see coverage for many codes um, immediate coverage for many codes until we have about a year's worth of data. And that's when the insurance companies can really take a look at whether or not, um, you know, that they're going to make money or lose money on this code. Uh, there's a lot of factors. That was just the real basic version of it. But let's talk about what that means for the older codes now that are going to be deleted. We're going to have a bunch of deletions as well. So one thing that admin teams um, get frustrated by is when new codes do come into play, a lot of times uh, the clinical team is stuck on using the same codes over and over again because, surprise, the admin team told you to do that. Um, but when codes get deleted, we need to not use those codes because they result in re in uh, rejections or returns of the claim for proper coding or just outright denial. And so if you end up having a code that you use constantly, if that's one of the codes that's deleted, you and your team need to come up with a way to designate that code as deleted. And one tip uh, that I used to pass on to audience members is go into your actual description of the code and put, you know, either old uh, in the front of it, you know, OLD in capital letters. Um, so, you know, when it pops up not to use it. Uh, many of the offices I coached, we used to use DNU, which is do not use. Yep. And so when you as an assistant put in a code that you're used to using, if that pops up, then that's a reminder to you that, oh man, that code changed. Now I got to go find the new one. And that's, that's fine, but that's what you need to do. What a lot of offices do, and this is kind of a next level tip, what a lot of offices do is they put DNU in the code uh, so you see it and then you go ahead and post it and in the notes of the um, the code. So you can put a general note in the settings on the code. You put a map to the new code. You tell you, it, it in the note it will post use this code instead. So that way you can see it and then you delete that code and use the right code. Uh, so there's a there's a couple different, you know, cheats that you can you can use, but. Sending in old codes is a recipe for claim rejection. So I'd just like you to get on top of that. Um, yeah. How's that, Kevin? How's that for my my one hour webinar con condensing into five minutes? <laughs> you need to take a breath in there. That's what I'm wondering. I tell you, you're on that. Yeah. Oh, please. You know, my husband says that all the time. Like, man, are you going to stop? Like, I need to get a word in. <laughs> well, you know, and, and I love that this is something that the dental assistants need to make sure that obviously they're keeping track of, but this is that great opportunity, dental assistants, for you to share information with the rest of your practice. It's really going to make a difference in how the, the productivity of your practice, the bottom line of your practice. There's a lot of opportunities here for you all to hit the ground running rather than, as Teresa said, uh, have things rejected and, and have to redo things and a lot of other things that can go wrong if you don't have the proper information and the proper codes in there. So, 
great information, I think. And, you know, Teresa, I, I think, again, it's worth mentioning on your part, if you don't mind, just, again, making sure that the assistant knows where he or she should be sharing this and what next steps are. Uh, you, I think you mentioned the, that webinar that you're doing. We'll talk a little bit. Yes. So just give a heads up to your admin team. Um, and they're probably on top of this, you know, if they've been doing it a long, long time, but it's nice to see when an assistant is, uh, you know, kind of taking an interest in other areas. If I were a manager, I'd really, I'd really appreciate that. Um, I would keep up with, uh, my Facebook posts and then also my Instagram. I always put webinar updates on there. Tree Duncan is my Instagram. Odyssey Management spelled out is my Facebook, but I have a webinar on January 7th and I'll, send you the link, Kevin, so you can put it in the show Please. notes. Um, January 7th at noon Eastern. Um, I do this every year. I do a coding update webinar every year. It's free, completely free. Get brought to us uh, by our friends at NEA, uh, which is National Electronic Attachments. And that it's free, totally. So, so you can sign up for it, watch it later or watch it live. I'll walk through every one of the code changes, what it means for you, how it can impact your practice. And then I'll also go over, I know we talked a couple episodes back. We'll also go over the changes in the new claim form yeah. that are going to uh, be going live in 2020. Yeah, so. I'm glad you mentioned that. So if, if you don't know the, the claim form changes that are coming, uh, certainly make sure that you go back to one of our previous episodes where Teresa is on there. You can search for that. Uh, Teresa Duncan, we talked about the health history form and a lot of the, uh, the things that you need to know with this, uh, new generation of patients and new way of doing things a little bit that, that's going to impact some members of your dental family. I promise you that. Mm-hmm. So, Teresa, I know you mentioned the uh, Facebook and the, the Instagram and some ways that people can find you. Uh, would you mind just sharing uh, an email address or another way that they might be able to reach out to you if they've got some questions? Oh, definitely. Uh, so, Teresa, with no H, Teresa at odysseymgmt.com is my email. My website is odysseymgmt.com. There are a ton of free webinars if you mosey on over to the webinar section. So if you're interested in learning more about coding and management, um, check it out. Lots of free stuff over there. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm here for you. I was a former assistant, still have lots of love for the assistant, mainly because you guys do such a good job. I was a bad assistant. So I have a lot of respect for you guys and what you do. Well, and, I, and I will tell you, not only do I just love uh, Teresa as a human being, but, but what she just said right there, I know that she has such a big heart for dental assistance, and I always love having her as part of everything we do at Ignite DA and, and everything that we're going to be doing in 2020 with Ignite and team members. Uh, so, Teresa, thank you so much for being on. I really do appreciate it. Thank you. And thanks to all of you for listening. Hey, you always have the opportunity to be the leader in your practice. You always have the opportunity to say, you know what, I heard about this. Uh, do we know about this? To always bring things up in conversations. Like Teresa said, a lot of people in the practice will appreciate not only you're staying on top of things, but it also shows just how vested you are in the success of the practice. And that's a very big thing. So anyway, thank you so much for joining us. If you liked what you heard, hey, give us some love. Uh, talk about it with your friends. Share it out there on Facebook, whatever it takes. We want to make sure we reach as many dental assistants as we can because we know that knowledge is power, and when we have that knowledge, hey, together we rise.